Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Welcome to Life Students Podcast. I am Morgan Hill. I am guest hosting today for my husband, Garrett, um, who you usually get to hear. He asked me to do this episode, and I am really excited, a little bit nervous about it. Um, I've done these before, but I don't do it as regularly as he does, so I'm a little bit nervous. But I think that this is going to be an awesome episode. We are talking, continuing our Dangerous Prayers series Um, We are almost done with it. I think this is the second to last episode. So this one is entitled, Send Me. So we will be going from Isaiah chapter number 6 and verse number 8, which says, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. So this is God, the first half of this is God talking to Isaiah. So he's asking, who shall I send and who will go for us? He's, he's needing someone to prophesy to the people. And Isaiah is responding saying, here I am, send me. Now there's a few things to note here. The first being, Isaiah actually didn't know where God was sending him. Um, Isaiah was blindly trusting God. At this point, he didn't have any context of uh, what God was asking him to do. He didn't have any of the prophecy that he was going to have to give. Um, You know, if this was me, if I knew God was asking me to prophesy something, I would, you know, as a human, I I would almost want to know the prophecy that that he was going to say because I don't like people not liking me. (laughs) I don't know how everyone else is, but I just... I like to be liked, and it's it's an issue that I have to deal with a lot in my life, but I would be nosy, and I would almost want to know, like, what do you want me to say to, to these people before, you know, before I, I before I accept, before I say, okay, God, I'll do this. I want to know, you know, if you're going to make me prophesy fire and brimstone, then maybe I don't really want to do this, but Isaiah didn't do that. Isaiah blindly trusted God. I know that Whenever I first moved to the church in Silsby, I haven't been here my whole life. I've been here, um, let me think, I moved here in 2014, so almost seven years, wow, almost seven years this year, um, but I moved here when I was 18, and um, when I very first moved here, um, they were really needing someone to, design. this is going to sound very petty in comparison to the prophecy that Isaiah was given, but bear with me. Um, but when I first moved here, they were needing someone to design a t-shirt for, um, an event that we have every year, homecoming. And, uh, I am a, I was a graphic design major at the time, fresh, you know, two months into my, uh, schooling. I don't think I had even taken a computer class yet. I had no clue how to use Creative Cloud. I had no idea 
how to use any of the programs. I didn't know what a vector was. I didn't know anything. Okay. I was, I was fresh. <laughs> and, um, brother Nathaniel from our church asked me, do you think you could design a t-shirt for, for our, you know, homecoming services? And, uh, me being who I was, was like, sure, you know, of course I can do this. Did I know how? No. Would I figure it out? Yes. So, um, I figured out very basic. I think I probably sent it in the wrong format, but I figured out very basic how to design a t-shirt. And from there, I started realizing that there was this really big need in the church. Um, and years and years ago, when when I was I was you know still going to youth camp, so sixteen, seventeen, I had always prayed, like God, use me, use me. Like, however you want to use me. I never knew, you know, I, I had some direction. I felt, I definitely felt called to youth, but I felt like there was something more for me, and I, I just didn't know what it was. And at the time, you know, how do you pray for God use me in, you know, design and promoting the church? Like, how do you, like, how do you pray for that? You don't, <laughs> really. I mean, at the time, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know what it was. Um, and so after I designed this t-shirt, I started realizing, wow, there's a really big need in the church because there's always events going on. There's always things happening that require design that always, that require, um, a flyer here or whatever. And, and so I started getting a burden for promoting the church and, and social media and advancing the kingdom in this way. But the reason that I got the opportunity to even start doing that, to even start feeling that burden was because I was willing to design a t-shirt because I was willing to figure it out when it wasn't easy and when it didn't make me nervous and when I wasn't fully equipped. I I honestly was not equipped to design a t-shirt. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I didn't know how to work the programs. I don't even know if at that point I had access to the programs. I think I had to get a free trial or something. Um, But it launched, me just being willing, launched the burden of a large part of my ministry and what I do today. And so when Isaiah steps out to God blindly, never asking for the details, all he saw was the need. He just saw, God, you need your kingdom advanced. God, you need help in this area. He said, okay, I'm ready. The thing that really gets me is that Isaiah never even knew what it could have been about. How brave is that? How brave is that? I remember when I was younger, um, praying and, and like I was saying earlier, just feeling a call of God on my life and never really knowing the direction. But I remember being very scared of like several different ministries and several different things and it just seeming too big and too impossible and there was just no way I could do that. So I remember, you know, maybe being like 12 or 13 and praying at altar to- altar calls at camp and HYC and like youth services and being like, God, I'm willing to do whatever you want except for this because I don't think I can do that and it scares me and I just, I, you know, and I, I distinctly remember doing that and you know what I was doing even at, you know, 13 years old was putting restrictions on God and a lot of times we do that without even realizing it, you know, we say, you know, we pray, God, send me. And instantly we see ourselves preaching um, major conferences or singing on the platform at NAYC or, you know, 
going on foreign missions and, and all those things are needed and important and awesome, but we don't see the work that goes in to get people to that place. You know, before someone touches foot on foreign soil and starts to minister as a missionary, they spent years and years serving in their local church, scrubbing toilets, assisting their pastor, doing all kinds of things to prepare themselves for what they're going to do. So a lot of times when we say, God, send me, you know, we think that we're going to get this huge flash of lightning and he's going to drop this huge opportunity into our lives. Well, that's not always the case. What Isaiah was doing was trusting God enough to trust the process for his life and trusting that what he asked for and the need that he has, he will equip you for. Isaiah was asked to prophesy to the people and given every single word that he was supposed to say. And that's what God does for us. He's not going to open a door for us and not somehow prepare us. The second thing that I noticed about Isaiah is that in order to even hear God speaking and hear God asking was that he had to be actively listening for the voice of God to hear this request. So many times whenever we pray, it's just us continually asking God for things. But when do we actually take the time to sit back and listen? There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with asking. God wants us to intercede for people. He wants us to communicate. He wants to speak on our, you know, hear our needs and let us speak on the behalfs of ourselves and on other, for others. But a lot of times I feel like the basis of us not listening to God is that we don't have a consistent enough relationship with Him to sit back and listen in the first place. You know, a lot of times we make it a chore. Prayer becomes this chore to us where we go down the list of needs. Maybe even we even have one of those lists or a prayer wheel or something like that. And it it just becomes tedious after a while. And, and I, I'm, I'm not talking against having a list or utilizing a tool like that. I think those are awesome. But at a certain point, sometimes it does become a chore. But whenever you make time to sit back and just glean in his presence, when it's not just you, you know, going through the routine of your daily prayer, maybe you don't even pray daily. So when you do, it's it's always when you have a need. Maybe you're maybe you haven't developed your walk with God well enough yet to actually have a daily prayer time. So you don't have time to listen to the voice of God because anytime you do communicate with him, it's because you have a need. It's because something urgent, because you need to touch the throne of God now. But when you actually make time for God, when it doesn't become a chore to you, not only will you be able to speak to him, but he'll be able to speak to you. A few years ago, early into our ministry with youth, um, probably our first few months in, I, we had had a rough go and I, you know, we were early young into this ministry and looking back now, I was probably more upset than I should have been, um, at God, but because I was so fresh and new and, you know, when you go from not being involved in ministry at all to suddenly being pulled into the middle of it, you see a lot of things. Um, and at first you can get really disappointed in people. And so I, I was just very disappointed. And I didn't feel like praying, truthfully. 
Um, I didn't feel like communicating with God. I was frustrated. Um, I didn't really have anything to say to him. And I remember driving to work in the car and thinking, I need to communicate. I haven't talked to God at all. And I remember trying to get words out, y'all. I could not. I couldn't get words out. And finally I said, God, I don't even know what to say to you right now. I didn't want to become bitter. I didn't want to shut off my emotions because that's what I tend to do when I'm frustrated. I didn't want to become bitter and shut off my emotions with God, but I was angry. And the and the Bible says, you know, you can be angry, but don't sin. You know, be angry, but sin not. And bitterness is a sin. I didn't want to become that way, but I didn't know where to start. So I just said, God, I don't even know what to say to you right now. And instantly the presence of God filled my car and he began to speak to me in a way that at the time I had never been spoken to before. And clearly I heard him say things to me and and strengthen me in ways that, that I had never experienced. And he began to equip me and tell me, you know, how I needed to react and how I needed to respond but I never would have, was I perfect in that moment? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I never would have heard the voice of God. I, I could have turned so bitterly away from everything just a few months in if I hadn't have sat back and just allowed God an opportunity to speak to me. So when Isaiah hears the voice of God, he had to be sensitive enough to know that God was speaking to him in the first place. And not only that, but he had to be aware that there was a need. I think there's a lot to be said for just being aware of needs in your local church. I think I talked about it before on a podcast, um, finding your purpose, it's kind of my thing, but a huge part of finding your purpose is also seeing a need and being aware that something needs to be done Sometimes asking God to send you means that you're willing to stay late in the church and clean or you're willing to help repaint or do a a remodeling project. Sometimes God sending you doesn't look like pulpit ministry in that moment. Sometimes God sending you doesn't look like a a massive prayer warrior. Sometimes it does. But a lot of times God sending you starts with the basics. It starts with serving in your local church, seeing a need and being aware of what's going on and and being aware of what your pastor or your leaders need. So do you trust God enough to say, send me? Not say, send me God to foreign soil or send me to the NAYC platform, but blindly trusting God. God, wherever you need me, God, wherever your kingdom needs help advancing, wherever it may be, God, I'm willing, send me. God, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear what you have to say to me. Wherever you need me, God, send me to a Sunday school class. God, send me to a broken soul that needs help. God, send me somewhere that I don't have to post on social media about what I did for you. God, just send me. It doesn't matter It doesn't matter if it's glamorous. It doesn't matter if I become a social media influencer. It doesn't matter if I 
become anything because God, it's all about advancing your kingdom. It's all about taking it further. So today, I want one of your prayers to be, God, send me. And make time to sit back and listen to what he has to say. You may be surprised where he's trying to open doors or where he's trying to take you. You may be surprised to find that there's a lot of places that you can already go in your local church. Go to your pastor. Go to one of your leaders and ask them. Ask them, if there was anything that I could help you with today, what would it be? God, send me. Send me wherever you need me to go, God. Send me to a nursing home. God, send me to a child that's hurting. Send me to someone that needs prayer. God, send me wherever you need me, wherever you want me, Lord. My prayer today is that you would send me. That's all I have for today. I hope that this blessed you and I hope that it encourages you to not only pray dangerous prayers, but to spend more time with God, not only talking, not only talking at God, but also letting him talk to you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you join us next time we drop a podcast every other Monday. We are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. So thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time.